The Force is with you, young Skywalker. But you are not a Jedi yet. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Dank Ferrick. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. This is our continued expansion of the Brainstorm Network. I am your host, CB, otherwise known as the C. Bradley. And with me is our co-host, Jerry, aka at Gerald Stalker. Going by my handle. Yes, sir. <laughs> Welcome to Dank Farrick. This is uh, a new show for for the Brainstorm Network. New show for me. This is my first show that I'm actually hosting. Yeah, it's um, your first podcast yeah, ever, so isn't I'm it? Super excited about Dope. that. But I'm sure you guys are like, "What is Dank Farrick?" Um, so, what is Dank Farrick? Dank Farrick is your new comedic and average Joe source for all things Star Wars, old, current, and new. So, in other words. We're essentially the People's Star Wars podcast, so we're going to touch base on, uh, you know, the slew of current and new Star Wars show, uh, shows and movies. We're going to revisit some of our um, favorites, um, you know, some stuff that maybe we missed out on, um, some missed moments from the trilogies and highlights, uh, some characters that you may not know much about. So Yeah, I'm excited for the lore. I'm excited to learn the lore that you're going to teach us. 100%. We're going to dive into some of that today, too. We're going to touch base on, um, you know, one of the, the new segments that we have for the show is, is some that uh, I was excited to kind of learn about. Um, he was hinted at uh, in the, the new season of Mandalorian, but I'm excited to kind of dive into, you know, that guy and, and some of the other lore as well. So, you know, with a massive archive of, of existing material that spans literally, what, like four decades, five yeah. decades now, um, and a highly anticipated release schedule for this year and beyond. It's full. It's crazy. You know, Dank Ferrick's going to be uh, uh, manning the helm of, you know, the the virtual Millennium Falcon, if you will, um, as we explore the far reaches of the Star Wars universe. So nice. super excited uh, to, to dive into, you know, some new Star Wars content. Um, there's a lot coming, and we're, we're pumped to bring it to you. So, um, you know, one thing I did want to touch base on before we dive into some of this new content for you guys, you've heard our voices before. Um, we've got other shows out there right now um, on the clock, uh, which is, uh, you OTC. know, OTC, which is kind of... Um, you know our uh, staple, uh, our staple uh, brainstorm network podcast show. But um, you know my co-host here, Jerry, has a, a new show coming out here soon uh, called Religion of the Unknown. Yep. Um, what's that about, Jerry? Um, so I'm just going to be going on a journey, uh, a self-reflecting spiritual journey, trying to find out. Uh, you know, I've always been kind of spiritual, but trying to find out what religion makes the most sense sure. based off of factual historical events. And I'm going to have every week a different expert from a different religion come on and just kind of explain the history of their religion and mm-hmm. why it's the religion. Nice. That's awesome. And On the Clock is uh, it's a uh, timed... Um, you know, various topics uh, where you and I get to kind of, you know, either debate or agree. You can let our hair down a little bit yeah, and for just sure. kind of kick back, have some drinks, you know, whatever, and just talk about shit that went down the past week or two weeks. You know, it's not a set schedule when we do sure. it, especially with these new episodes, but yeah. it's fun. 100%. 
Um, so yeah, so you know we've got a lot of awesome content coming to you guys. We're we're kind of uh, reaching a, a you know a, a couple different topics, but we're very excited to bring that content to you guys. Hell yeah! Um, before we jump into our first segment of the day, I do want to touch base on social medias. So right now, Brainstorm is on uh, Insta. The Brainstorm Network is on Instagram and on podcast or on Twitter. Sorry, that's uh, Brainstorm uh, with a Z underscore podcast on Instagram. Um, that might have actually changed the network. I need to double check that. Is it brainstorm uh, underscore network now? For the Instagram, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, perfect. Thanks for um, <clears throat> yep. thanks for that. And then Twitter, it is under brainstorm underscore pod right now, brainstorm with a Z. Um, we are going to have some uh, Dank Ferrick social medias coming out so on uh, Instagram, Twitter, um, maybe a few others. Uh, so keep an eye out for those coming soon. And with that being said, let's jump into the first segment. Sounds good. The Mando season two recap. Yeah. So, what did you think about the Mandalorian season two? Um. Well, I think that it definitely complemented season one. For sure. I think that a lot of people were thinking, "Oh, cool." A lot of people, me being one of them, um, can they keep the momentum rolling from season one because it was a really good season? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, "Okay, so how are they going to continue this story?" Obviously, we knew how season one ended. You know, a little bit of a cliffhanger, so that you know it set up season two right um this one the cliffhanger was ridiculous right and now it's like i think season three is going to determine whether or not this series can last long for sure because it's not going to be riding on the back of you know the baby yoda type thing it's literally just going to be the story of mando yeah so i'm excited for that i think that's a i think that's a really good point actually you know season one it had to go off um, on those other adventures to kind of build some of the character, um, you know, and it needed to build up the Mandalorian and it needed to build mm-hmm. up, um, you know, Grogu, who we found out his name. Um, and Din Djarin, obviously, is the Mandalorian's name. And then with season two, I really liked it because it kind of went straight to the point. You know, yeah. it didn't need to have that extra banter, that extra um, filler episodes, right. you know, because we already knew what the path was for the season. We knew like, all right, cool. At the end, at the end of the season, we don't know who it is, what we do now, but we know that his job is to find a Jedi. And so we know that, you know, that's really the, the, what they're going to be focused on. Right. And so they did a really good job of kind of getting straight to the point. For sure. Um, I don't think they had really any filler episodes. I think that um, the episodes that they had did really good with the storyline, like um, um, Mayfair's, um, Bill Burr's character. Like, that episode yeah. was awesome. Yeah, uh, I love that, that one. That one is, like, has received a, a lot of praise. Yeah. Um, it's very surprising for Bill Burr to kind of be a serious character, for sure. too, you know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously he's a comedian. But I was watching it, and there's like some, like, it's just hard to take him because his sarcastic attitude, just it's him. Yeah. So it's like you're waiting for him to, like, maybe crack a joke, but it's like, oh, wait, this is a serious role. Yeah. No, his him cracking We're, the joke was, like, blasting the guy. You worried about spoilers on this or no? No, 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 no. When At he this shot point, no. that dude, yeah. that was, like, one of the, like, pinnacle points of a show for sure like you know his build up too like that right there like put it and i'm not going to compare it to game of thrones but what i liked about game of thrones was that something could happen in an instant that you were like wait what rewind for sure and that was like one of those ones i like shows that make you watch the show you can't sit there and fuck around on your phone no i I agree 100 percent um i agree 100 percent 
So, uh, you know, there were a lot of moments like that in this season. Um, they introduced a lot of cool new characters. Um, well, I, let's, I'll call them new, but like for, for those that maybe haven't watched, um, you know, some of the other uh, animated series, which we'll get into in this podcast, mm-hmm. um, like uh, Clone Wars and Rebels and stuff like that. Like most people don't know who Bo-Katan is. No, um, yeah. And the Night Owls. Like who is this posse of other Mandalorians? I'm one of those people. You know? You know? Um, and that is what I think is going to be really cool about the upcoming season is because, like you said, now we've closed the door. And it's going to be make or break for this, for this, this series um, in this season. Can it survive the long haul when it changes story arcs where it now isn't focused on protecting Grogu or finding a Jedi for Grogu or whatever with Grogu? It is now, all right, Din Djarin has the Darksaber. Yeah. Bo-Katan's pissed. I have a feeling that we're going to be on Mandalore and dealing a lot more with actual Mandalorians in season three, yeah. Um, as opposed to what we've seen in season one and season two, where it was just kind of like, are we going to get to see more Mandalorians? Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see the meme game too, because it's all just been Grogu, Baby Yoda memes. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if it can break into its own uh, own meme yeah. universe there. Yeah, I agree. So what would you rate it, you know, based off of kind of our, so we've done some prior shows yeah, before, uh, um, the and, cinema series. You know, just like, like we talked about last time we talked about season one, like when you're rating a show like this, you don't go based off of comparing it to other shows. You go based off of, um, rating it to what it is, which is a star sure. Wars series Mm -hmm. and as far as that goes i would probably give it a 9.5 my only complaint is like i wish there was a couple more episodes Mm -hmm. fairly short seasons but then again i don't like when shows are 20 episodes um so you know that's bickering at that point right but i love my best takeaway from it still is the lore and just how much detail and it's funny because when when shows put lore out there they almost like throw it in your face and like look what we just dropped in here they don't say shit right they just kind of let you figure it out a lot of the stuff i missed and then that's going to be great for for your show because you can cover a lot of that stuff well and and that actually brings up uh so i'll give my rating and then let me touch base on something that you but 9.5 is what i'd give it I actually agree with that. So I was going to give it a gold, but 9.5 is perfect, actually. Um, I won't give it a, like a pure 10. A 9.5 is actually a really good uh, rating there. But, you know, when it comes to the lore, there was they received a lot of backlash when they – when. So, so you actually brought up the spoilers. So we're we're going to talk ab- openly about you know things that have already aired. So if you haven't like yeah, caught it up on spoilers it, if, yeah. So this contains spoilers. If you haven't caught up, I'm sorry. Um, move to the next segment, I guess. Um, <laughs> or just so, don't listen to this. <laughs> catch up and then come and li- come back and listen to us. Um, so like the ending with Luke, a lot of people didn't like that. Oh, you're you're appeasing to the you know the old school fans, this, the that, old, and the other. Yeah. Well, here's the thing that people need to understand: that Luke, Luke, at that moment in time, is a Luke that nobody knows about. That is a a, a, a mysterious Luke because of the gaps in time of when we know Luke was the hero to the Luke that was exiled to what we see at the the return of the Jedi or not the return of the Jedi the um the um the most recent one um the not, <laughs> not the force awakens yeah is it it's not the return of the Jedi um 
because that was one of the first three. Um, but the most recent yeah. of the Star Wars. The Obviously, I'm blanking the, there. The last. Yeah, so, so this Luke that we're seeing here is last like... Jedi. The Last Jedi, thank yeah. you. Um, so this Luke that we're seeing here is is a Luke that is that people want to see in him. That's the hero Luke that we caught a glimpse of at the end of the original trilogy, but there's a gap between then and the new series, the, the new yeah, trilogy the, that the came new, out. The new trilogy is like legend Luke. Like we kind of want to, you know, and, and it's, I, I honestly think it was good because it sets up a potential, you know, I, I don't know if I really was into the CGI portion of it, but, you know, I like how they stayed true to whatever. You yeah. can tell when you're watching it, you know. It was, was definitely interesting. I'm like, I was watching, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, this is Luke? <laughs> this is legit Luke. Yeah, man. like, what's um, going on? But I agree. I think it's it's the... the I don't think it was people Young, pleasing. Young, uh, still in battle, prime, in his prime Luke. That's the hero that say. shows up, saves the day. That's the Luke right. that everybody wants to see, that right. wishes that we had seen, like, so much content. And they also of. paint that clear picture, because he walks in and fucks all those things up. Yeah, like, for sure. Like, it's just, like... He's yawning. Dude, that was awesome. Yeah, that dude, was such a cool scene. It yeah. Yeah. Also, what was cool is the parallels between that scene and like um, other scenes from like uh, Vader and uh, Kylo Ren and other, like, other scenes like that. There's a lot of parallels there. But um, but yeah, so Mando, Mando season two is awesome. Very looking forward to uh, Mando season three. Uh, they Any hinted, idea when it drops? Um, I bet you it's going to be maybe Q1 or Q2 of 2022 because Bo Book of Boba Fett's going to be releasing December 2021. Which you'll get into all this, obviously, uh, yep. later on. Um, okay. And then uh, they they probably won't release that for another, I don't know, maybe three months or so after that. So, um, so before uh, we move on to the next segment, uh, in Mando News, um, you know, and this uh, this will probably be a good topic to discuss with you before we move on. Gina Carano obviously is uh, not got returning. Mm -hmm. She got canned, um, you know, for, uh, you know, she, she went on... Uh, parlor i believe she it was continued continued her tangent yeah she um, she had originally said some things and and she was already in hot water because you know and they gave her benefit of the doubt which i respect that was while the season uh was yeah, going on everyone was trying to cancel her yep and you know i'm sure you know disney was considering it but they probably approached her and said look you've got a spinoff coming um if you yeah. could just keep your political thoughts to yourself which I kind of agree with. Obviously, I understand the times we're in. Everyone's like revolution, right? But I, I agree with like let's just keep it professional. You know, like I, I want to keep my entertainment and my real life separate because that's why I have my entertainment, right? Is to escape all this dumb shit that's going on. <laughs> and she continued that, and and they canned her. Well, in, I mean, let's be real though. Like having your voice is is one thing, but when you start to compare American conservatives to Jews in Nazi Germany, yeah. that's when you're starting to like flirt with. Yeah, the wording was definitely especially not working for Disney. Um, yeah, yeah, you're working for the <laughs> the wrong team there. Um, but the thing is, too, is like I, I see where there's both sides of the argument, just based off the fact that you know right now we're seeing a huge potential double standard with things. Like mm -hmm. there was a lot of people that referred to um, Trump's presidency as Nazi Germany and stuff, but for, she for sure. worded it to where like you're offending an actual race of, of people right and, and you can't do that yeah so you know 
Um, you know, I, I think uh, I think that they did, um, looking back in season two, I think that the way that they closed out her character, it actually it actually. And if I can be okay. completely honest, I don't think she's a great actress anyways. I, I mean, when she was acting, I felt like it was forced, kind of. For sure. Um, I think that they can definitely continue the spinoff and possibly do it with a better that is, actress. Yeah, and be I, think, I think that's 100%. No offense to her, but I mean, watching it as a person that likes to watch movies, acting is a big thing to me, and I didn't think she was great. Well, and, and from my opinion, I don't think that they were necessarily going to have her as a lead in Rangers of the New Republic. I right. think that they did that to um, Easter Egg, the Rangers of the New Republic. Um, but I don't, I, yeah, you know, I think they did a good job of actually what's closing the, her uh, What's the uh, red-haired, um, you know, like you got the other Mandalors, Mandalorians that are like, those three that showed up towards the end of last season, the red-haired one. Bo-Katan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, now that chick was like, she was like nailing it, I thought. Oh, we, oh yeah. Well, yeah. she, um, so that's Katie Sackoff, and yeah. she actually voices Bo-Katan in the animated series. So she actually the plays the, um, the voice of Bo-Katan in the animated series. So she's like... She was actually. I've listened to a few interviews with her um, from this past season, and she was obviously super excited to yeah, for sure. play it in real life. Um, but they mirrored her image of in the animated series mm-hmm. very similarly yeah. to her actual image, so it, like it was, it was, it made sense. Right. So, um, but yeah. So uh, very looking forward to Mando season three. Um, and with that, we can move on to the next segment. Sounds good. Next segment is Villain of the Week. Ooh. Yeah, so this one I, I was excited to dive into, and to be honest with you, I had to cut a lot of my data short because there's so much info when it comes to this guy. Um, but to this week's Villain of the Week is Grand Admiral Thrawn. Thrawn. You talked about him in the OTC. Yep, I mentioned him OTC. I did mention him, um, uh, uh, you know, or this segment a little bit in the intro here too. Uh, but Admiral Thrawn, and you know, if you're listening to that name and if you have no idea who it is, but you watched, you know, Mandalorian season th- uh, season two, you're like, well, Ahsoka mentioned that name. I I have no idea who that is. What is what's going on there? I did the same thing because I was like, who is Grand Admiral Thrawn? Um, and once Mando season two ended, I dove into Clone Wars. And then once I wrapped all of that up, because that was a lot hefty, I got into Rebels. And then I was introduced to Grand Admiral Thrawn in Rebels. So there you go, people. He's authentic and does his research. <laughs> Literally. Um, and so uh, so Grand Admiral Thrawn was actually introduced uh, in Star Wars Legends, which is formerly known as the Expanded Universe. So if, it, if you ever hear anybody talking about Star Wars EU, that is non-canon. Um, that is a series of novels and comics that, you know, a group of, of you know, um, uh, let's call them writers, I guess you could say, and artists, uh, you know, they developed this storyline um, and these different stories of Grand Admiral Thrawn. Um, these include the Thrawn Trilogy, Heir to the Empire, Dark Force Rising, The Last Command, and uh, the Hand of Thrawn Duology. So there's quite a bit of, you know, uh, non-canon material. But there is a lot of uh, canon material as well. So we talked about the Rebels the, TV series. The canon and the non-canon. Just you, yeah. So that. what does that mean? So canon and non-canon. So canon is um, material that was produced by uh, 
George um, Lucas, George Lucas and okay. um, you know Lucasfilm and that that crew, and then um, it, the ex- expanded universe is you know other people that gotcha. wanted more content, but yeah. they weren't directly affiliated with Star Wars fans. And so much. what happened? Um, <clears throat> f- sure, fans and and you know other artists and what they got like okay for, for to make copywritten right Star Wars material. Yep, and so gotcha. now um, and for the longest time there was no expansion when it came to canon. Then obviously when Disney bought um, Lucasfilm, and then all of this other stuff started coming out, which we'll get into in the last segment today. Um, the canon, so to speak, has exploded because um, now there ever, there's a lot more stuff that can be considered as canon. So, so this guy plays a huge role in in that universe. Yeah, the EU in the EU, and um, and he's growing in the canon universe as well. So he uh, is in uh, quite a few episodes of the Rebels TV series, or the animated series. Uh, he is in Star Wars. Um, he's in the novels, uh, Star Wars Thrawn, and then Star Wars or uh, Thrawn Ascendancy trilogy. So they have novels uh, about this guy as well. Um, those are canon. So this guy is interesting. Have you ever seen a picture of Thrawn? No. He's blue. He's a slender blue guy with red yes. eyes. Okay, yes, I so, have. So that. um, that's that's Grand Admiral Thrawn. And he talks very uh, – he's a very interesting character. He talks very, very meticulously. <laughs> he's a very interesting guy, but he's a very meticulous villain that uses his powers of observation to control and manipulate his enemies. So he doesn't use the force. He's not like um, he's not like Dooku or – or, Not choking people he's out. Not, yeah, he's not doing anything like that, but he's a hell of a fighter. So he can, like, fight and stuff hand like that. Hand but what he does is he uses his powers of observation to control and manipulate his enemies. So he uses essentially mental games. Mind fucking um, him. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, once he sets his sights on a target, he learns everything about them to pinpoint their weaknesses. Um, so um, an example in, in Rebels, um, he, uh, one of the captains of uh, one of the Rebel starship or one of the Rebel ships, he found um, that family was very close to her and she was relishing like this family relic that like was passed down and he stole it from her to like get under her get skin her off essentially. Her game. Yeah. Um, and so that was his way of trying to, to do that. Um, you know, so just a small example. But so he's very prolific in Rebels. Um, so similar to like Dooku and Grievous, um, who is called to ensure that action is taken in order to kind of like Darth Maul or or, yeah. you know, these guys, um, the emperor is going to call these guys to go and take care of these people, you know, the re- the rebels or the Jedi, whoever is like, you know how they call the people and go take care of these guys. Yeah, and if yeah. you don't, you, you're probably going to die, right? So um, he was the one that was sent to uh, take care of the rebellion on Lothal in Rebels. Um, and he actually, uh, spoiler, did not succeed. Um, so... Uh, interestingly enough about uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, he gained the trust of, and this dives back into his history, he gained the trust of the Emperor because he uh, gained the, he like met Anakin Skywalker during the Clone Wars, Anakin Skywalker, aka Darth Vader, um, during the Clone Wars, and he was able to earn the trust of Anakin and Amidala, who were obviously a a couple at the time. Right. Um, And so because he was able to earn their, their trust, um, uh, that gave him a leg up with the emperor who then, um, you know, once obviously order 66 came down, uh, he was then, um, you know, part of the Imperial, um, 
army and and rose up through the ranks. Um, so he's ruthless, efficient tactics allowed him to rise the imperial ranks, becoming a grand admiral before the first Death Star was built. So, oh wow! So, so he was around for a while. Back back. Yeah. Got it. Yep. So, um, like I said, Ahsoka mentions Thrawn in the appearance in, uh, in her appearance in the Mandalorian, and in canon, we haven't seen him since he, uh, he him and Ezra Bridger, uh, Ezra Bridger, I'm sorry, were pulled into hyperspace at the end of the Rebel, at the end of Rebels. So that is uh, the last that we see of him, um, Ezra Bridger. Uh, I don't know if you uh, if that name is familiar with you. No. There was speculation that maybe he was going to be the Jedi that appeared at the end oh, of season two. Okay. Because Ezra Bridger was a, a Jedi from Rebels. Um, that uh, he, him and Thrawn, were sent off into hyperspace with creatures that saved that saved the Rebels. Essentially, long story short. Oh, oh, I remember you talking about that. So when the uh, what was it, the frog? frog uh thing in season two you were thinking like oh they're gonna go back to this she's gonna take them and that's the jedi that she saw because of the potentially yeah history right right yeah that was the that was the speculation there um so uh so thrawn and ezra bridger are, are off into hyperspace with these creatures we don't know if they're dead or not Let's look at it kind of like the um, Game of Thrones theory. If you didn't see them killed, you don't know if they're you don't dead know or if they're not. Dead, yeah. So there's speculation that Thrawn is still alive since Mandalorian, since he was mentioned in Mandalorian season two. And if that's the case, Ezra Bridger might be alive, which would kind of be pretty cool too. So sweet, yeah. So um, you know, I had to condense a lot of that because there's a lot more for Grand Admiral Thrawn, a lot of the expanded universe or non-canon stuff that I haven't really do- uh, dove into. But check them out, guys. Villain of the week, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Badass. Right on. And moving into the next segment, the Star Wars outlook for the next foreseeable future. <laughs> for the next 100 years. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, so uh, when uh, Mandalorian Season 2 ended, Disney had uh, like a conference or something, right. and they just dumped all of this new content coming. To really push their Disney Plus, which, I mean, it might as well just call it Star Wars Plus. Yeah, so, yeah, it was, you know, they, they didn't just da- dump a bunch of like Star Wars content. There was a bunch of like upcoming other Disney works and stuff too, but literally if you look at it, it was heavily weighted towards Star Wars, which is perfectly fine for us here at Dank Ferrick. Yeah. We're all cool for it. So, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, new TV shows and films that are, are about to get uh, uh, dumped out uh, in the next few years. Uh, I've got a bunch of them here that we're going to go through. These are not listed in chronological order because a lot of these we have no idea when they're coming yeah, out. Yeah, and you never know nowadays. Two things will get postponed. And for sure, know, I've been waiting on season two of The Witcher for fucking forever. It feels which like is it. which is a great show too. By awesome the way, awesome show. Um, so uh, we do know that the Book of Boba Fett is going to come out the in 2021, December 2021. That was announced at the end of The Mandalorian Season 2. Funny enough about that, there was a lot of speculation that that was going to be Season 3. I had no concerns about Mm. that. Did you think that that was going to be? A lot of people thought that it was, and they were, like, calling on, uh, like, Jon Favreau and and Disney to, like, (laughs) clarify. Yeah, whatever, dude. People are just, you know, COVID's crazy, and they had nothing better to do. I know. But, uh, no, I... I'm excited for it to be a separate thing um, because, well, we talked about a lot of that in previous uh, reviews to where there's a lot, there's a gap there. Yeah. 
when we just saw Boba Fett to when you stopped seeing him in Star Wars, there's a huge gap yeah. and a lot of crazy shit that might have happened. Well, you know, and they did those little Easter eggs, you in, know, with his back gear, his jetpack. Right. The, we talked uh, non-canon canon earlier, and in non-canon, he survived the active. Sarlacc yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. So we that, don't know how we, like, <clears throat> we might get to see that now. So that's I'm excited to see yeah. some of some of that. Now, are they going to use any of the same actors? Is there any idea of who's going to play Boba Fett? Is it going to be the same uh, gentleman that played? Yeah, it'll him? be Tamara Morris. So, do you yep. think it's going to be more of a spinoff to Mandalorian? So maybe the Grand uh, Admiral Thrawn will be playing a, a position in in that? Mm, probably not, because I think unless. Unless they, it's like flashbacks of when Boba right, okay. was like working with the Imperials, because obviously we knew Boba Fett when he was working with Darth Vader, yeah. um, you know, bounty uh, and bounty hunting, you know. Um, but he seems to have changed his ways, um, you know, since his reemergence in Mandalorian. He's trying to earn the respect back because yeah. there's a lot of shit talking at yeah. the end of the season too. Like, right, you're not one of us, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I think I, I'm curious to see which direction they go. I think it would be cool if they did like back in time, like, let's look back at, um, what happened to Boba. Like an early Boba. Yeah. But also Tamara Morris is like older now. And I mean, he was chunky in, in his, yeah. in his armor when he put it on in the Mandalorian season two. Um, but it would be cool to see like him and, um, Finnick, uh, like, what are they going to do now? Because obviously he went back to Bo uh, Jabba's palace, um, capped what's-his-face, and now Bo uh, Jabba's palace is his. So, right. you know, he's just chilling, and he's he's running shit, which um, it'll be... I, I think it'll be cool. I, I think, think it'll be, be cool, show. too. So so that'll probably be the first one that we see. Um, they have uh, released a bunch of literature already called The High Republic. Um, so there's a bunch of uh, young adult novels, adult novels, and then co a comic series as well. Um, and so that actually, uh, and I'll get into this too uh, in this Outlook segment, but The High Republic is actually set before anything we ever know. Uh, we've ever known in canon for Star Wars. So we're talking like pre-Anakin, uh, oh, pre-everybody wow. um, pre, like that we know. And so um, I, haven't I haven't dove into those yet. Uh, there's a few that I want to, but I've already seen a few things uh, in a few articles uh, that they actually portray young Yoda. Really? Which is interesting. So, like, we know Yoda as, like, Grandpa Yoda who's yeah. wobbling around. Like, you can see <laughs> yeah. him kind of, like, he fought the Emperor in um, in uh, one of the movies. But, like, right. you know, we haven't seen young buff Yoda. Right. And supposedly there's young buff Yoda. In his prime. In his prime. And that would, that, that's something that's that would cool. be crazy to see. So that's like, cool. you know, the High Republic dives into some of that pre, um, pre, uh, material that we've and never seen And that's all before. just, it's novel. It's, uh, it's comic, uh, comic series and novels. So. Sweet. Um, so that's pretty cool. So let's dive into a few of these, uh, TV and films, um, real quick here. So, uh, Rogue Squadron, that's a movie. Um, that one's a new generation of starfighter pilots, so that'll be cool. We'll get to see some X-Wing action. I'm excited for that one. That one will be cool. Um, I'm hoping it's like a, uh, a space Top Gun. Yeah, I mean, if they do anything like they did with the, the game, I don't know if you ended up playing the game that dropped. They had a free weekend you could play it. 
Um, Actually, I didn't. The game got a lot of praise for its lore and storytelling. That's awesome. So, you know, it it did have that vibe. I played a couple hours of it because, you know, I had to download it. But it had that vibe of, like, Top Gunny, like a D- lot of conversations it. with other pilots. And stuff. Yeah, it looked pretty, pretty sweet. Nice. So That's I'm excited awesome. for that. That's a movie, movie. That's coming a out, film, and it's coming out this year. Um, let's see. I don't, uh, I don't have the release on Rogue Squad. It's in production, pre-production. Yeah. Okay. So like, this was just one of the uh, announcements. Yeah. No biggie. No biggie. Obviously, you'll keep us updated. On, of course. On this shit, so. Um. So the next one, which uh, I think this one might be my, there's a couple that I'm I'm very like excited for, but um, the first one's Obi Wan Kenobi, which is a miniseries, one season miniseries. I like that. I love miniseries. So uh, I think that's going to be perfect for Obi Wan. They, you can't put too much. You can't put too much Obi Wan Kenobi out. Like that's actually a great idea. Future miniseries that they have because there's so many different characters you could spin off of, and you can fill in the gaps. So like, right? So similar to um, similar to uh, uh, Luke, it literally to a T, we have a gap uh, with Obi Wan from when uh, Clone Wars ends um, and where uh, the um, Last Jedi? Uh, the New Hope. Oh, New uh, Hope. The, like the, the very first episode, uh, the very first Star Wars movie, um, where uh, he finds Luke, and then he ends up obviously getting killed by Vader. So, like, there's a gap when he's in exile that we don't know what he's doing. Um, and he's on exile, obviously, on Tatooine, watching over Luke Skywalker. And in that time, he is learning how to use a different side of the Force that Qui-Gon and Yoda and some of the, these other guys know how to use, which allows them to be a ghost. That's the Force ghost. Oh, wow. So that's what um, we're, I'm hoping we get to see in this is him. Um, uh, obviously, he's going to be battling Darth Vader because mm-hmm. Hayden Christensen's coming back. So that's going to be oh, crazy. Wow. Okay. Um, I hope they do bring Maul back in one form or I another. I would hope so, too. That would he's be cool. one of my favorite. I hope he's first because um, he... Him and uh, Obi-Wan do fight a few other times in um, Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but yeah, like, I, there's, it's going to be crazy. Obi-Wan, I think, is going to be a really cool. It's a, a good, really time, cool. good time to be alive if you're a Star Wars fan. Oh, yeah. Um, the next one's Ahsoka. That's the other highly anticipated one that I'm looking forward to. So that'll be Ahsoka. I think that is probably where we're going to get Thrawn. Okay. Um, so I'm thinking we're going to get Thrawn in that series and we'll pro I'm betting we're probably going to get Ezra Bridger in that series as well, because Ezra Bridger and Ahsoka have, um, I'll say they have a history, but it's not like, not like that, but they have a history, um, from rebels, um, and Thrawn. So, um, very excited about that one. What did you think about Ahsoka? I know you didn't, um, like, I didn't know a ton about, about the whole, uh, Whole character to be honest with you because like i said it's it's one of those things where i didn't i've never really watched any yeah. of the animated series and on the animated series are those more like young adult or like <sighs> mature so they're not anything like the batman animated shit where it's like 
rated R. No, it's not like that at <laughs> yeah. all. Um, so I haven't really dove into it because I'm just like, there's, you know. So, so what you know, what I'm gonna have to get for for you and for the show is I'm gonna have to put uh, put a list together of like key Clone Wars and key Rebels research. episodes yeah, for yeah. you to watch okay. because Clone Wars has a lot of filler episodes of. Literally the droids. That shit's been out forever. It's been out for a while, and the last season just released uh, in the last year. So the last season just, like, it just ended. But they have episodes where it's literally droids, R2-D2 and C-3PO, on an adventure. So it's like, it is cheesy. It has cheesy elements, but there's a lot of lore Lore. and a lot of... like there's a lot of like knowledge and stuff that I was like, oh, like these are yeah. all connected. So to answer your question, I don't know a ton about it, but that's mm-hmm. also why I'm excited for these yeah. spinoffs to come because they're delving into a lot of the characters yeah. that people might not know much about. For sure, and Ahsoka will definitely be one that I'll, I'll uh, dive into, and we'll do a hero of the week or a Jedi of the week, something yeah. like that, um, because she her introduction into uh, the Star Wars universe wasn't well received. Her character was like a, a little girl, yeah, like yeah, a little yeah. girl. So just imagine like. A little pip squeak, yeah. But it, her development through the Clone Wars series, um, it it actually like it grew, um, and she became a fan favorite. So, um, very excited for that one. Um, I mentioned this one earlier when we were talking about Gina Carano, but uh, Rangers of the New Republic, um, that's another Mando spinoff, same as Ahsoka. Ahsoka is a Mando spinoff, but Rangers of the New Republic, um, obviously it's going to be Gino Carano-less, uh, Gina carano <laughs> um, but that one will be a really cool one too, um, you know, where we get to kind of see, uh, you know, some of these... Uh, you know, Rangers. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm patrolling ex- and, and I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the fact that you're going to get more of the universe of Star Wars, more of the environment in the world. You know, you're going to get to see all aspects. It's not just Jedi's and it's not just this and just that. You yeah. know, like you're going to get to see more. Uh, like you're gonna you're gonna have a reason to watch these different shows. They're not gonna be the same type of story told over and over again. And you bring up actually a really good point. Um, you know, and I'm looking at this list of shows uh, in films. It's very broad. Well, yeah. So like we we hit Rogue Squadron, Obi Wan, Ahsoka, Rangers of the New Republic. The next one is Lando. Yeah. And hopefully Donald Glover <laughs> reprises his role there as Lando. That'd be awesome. But that obviously goes into kind of the black market um, side of it uh, and or um, which is going to be a TV series that follows Cassian and or um, five years before the events of Rogue One. And so that he was obviously a rebel. So we get to dive back into the rebels, the acolyte which is a TV series that's diving into the dark side, which oh, wow. we haven't really, that's cool. We haven't really dove too much in there because most of the storyline besides Kylo Ren revolves around the, the, the loved, good side. Loved Kylo Ren's story. You know, um, another one that is coming out is the bad batch. Um, the bad batch. Uh, I think you would actually like that. One. I saw the, the, um, cause I watched a little bit from the presentation and that one was like, that one stuck out. That's to me. a clone war spin off the most. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. So the bad batch were introduced in the clone wars. They have an episode or two. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, that one I'm looking forward to because like the bad batch there, um, they are, uh, like, they're the clones, but yeah. they were like, 
they got fucked up some way. Yeah. Like, there's something wrong they were with tossed, them. They were the outcasts. Yeah, they're essentially yeah. the outcasts, but they're the ones that go in and do the dirty work that nobody else wants to do. Yeah, so, I, I think that sounds like that show could be badass. Yeah, their personalities are pretty funny, too. So yeah. I think you would like that one. But that that is, um, so if, uh, that is like Clone Wars spinoff, like to a T awesome. there. So um, another one, which I think will be cool, is um, Visions which is an animated TV uh, series of short films. So it's going to be anime style. Really? Anime style uh, uh, Star Wars. Trying to merge a huge gap there. Ten visions of a different cultural perspective of um, of Star Wars. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so that one will be interesting. I'm not hmm. sure how that one will turn out. We'll bring you more content as it goes. Um, and then the last one, this one's for the kiddies, uh, A Droid Story. And the, oh, so that man. one's an animated movie um, with... Uh, a new story with a new hero um, in which they will be guided by our lovable duo of R2-D2 and 3CPO. Uh, 3CPO. Oh, wow. C-3PO. Cool. Yeah. So kind of like a, you know, like Wally yeah, style. Yeah, kind you know? of. Is it yeah. going to be like a Pixar, like that type of animated, or is it going to be like an actual like I don't animated think series? You know, or animated, um, uh, mo- it's movie or series? It's a movie. It's an animated movie. So, um... A droid story. Let's see here. <coughs> I don't think it's uh, it's not going to be Pixar. Okay. They could have definitely done something with Pixar there. That was not really yet. Yeah, cool. Well, not. I mean, more more or less Pixar esque. You know. Yeah, but I mean, it just sounds like, like a Toy Story. Yeah, like Netflix has their own even right. style of that. But yeah, that yeah. that'll be cool. Yeah, cool for the kids. Um. So yeah. So there's a lot of stuff coming. Uh, through the pipeline, um, like I said, the first thing that we know is going to come out is, besides the the literature that's already out, is Book of Boba, which um, I'm looking forward to here uh, in December. I mean, it's it's winter now. I'm looking for the summer because <laughs> yeah. I want to go golfing. I want to um, get the I'm not looking snow. forward to the next sum, uh, winter. Yeah. Um, but looking forward to that uh, content coming out. Um, and then, uh, you know, moving on to the last item that I did want to touch base on. So, um I'm not sure if you had a chance to to see this yet, and I'll post it up on on the social medias when we get it up and running. But had you had a chance to see the the timeline, the updated timeline of uh, Star Wars? Oh, that's pretty cool. It's nice and clean. I feel like you might have sent me this or shared it on Instagram, maybe. I like this this timeline because it's uh it's nice and clean, and it's uh, that definitely to the point. needs to be shared. You need to definitely share that on uh on the. Uh, yeah, so you could even throw that on the Instagram this, story. Yeah, and this came out of uh, the High Republic, actually, um, the 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 literature series. That's so out, it just so. starts by showing literally like a, a detailed timeline of the different times, and then also the stories underneath those times. Yeah, exactly. So nice. Um, yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, that actually is is huge because there is so many times, like you know, for for me, for example, I I've grew up watching the movies. Right. I never really got into the series and stuff yeah. uh, or the comics, and I got Jacqueline into it when they started doing the remakes. Um, well, not the remakes, but the newer generation movies with you mm-hmm. know Halloran and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then she kind of got into it, and there was always like even with the Mandalorian season one, there was always like this. She kept asking certain questions like, "Well, is this before or after?" Or whatever. I'd be like, "Just refer to the timeline, please." Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know? I mean, you watched Game of Thrones, right? Y- yeah. Yep. So Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones was another one where it was like, 
where could, am I in yeah. this timeline of like what the hell? Yeah. You know, it's like we can use a timeline here. Give us a map. Yeah. So good, good, good news there, guys. Uh, so Star Wars in the High Republic uh, gave, came out with a new timeline, and I'm going to quickly run through this just to kind of wrap up our show. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to share it, obviously, on the socials as well. Um, so uh, this is something that I've like Googled multiple times because I'm like, where the hell is um, the Mandalorian set in the timeline of the Star Wars universe? Or where is right. um, the Phantom Menace or the Clone Wars or wherever this For is? Sure. So, uh, so I'm going to quickly run down um, this really easy to, to use uh, uh, timeline. Um, so, you know... With the High Republic coming out, and I had mentioned it earlier, so that's going to be the earliest known that's the um, content. Story. So that's going to be like our origin story. So that's first up on our timeline. Uh, the next is the fall of the Jedi. Um, and so uh, that is the very, uh, aside from the New Republic, the first um, landmark or timeline that we approach. And that is the Phantom Menace movie, Attack of the Clones movie, the Clone Wars series and then Revenge of the Sith. So that is episode one, two, and three and in the Clone Wars. In that order. In that order. Right. So, um, so, so if you really wanted to go back on your lore, you could start, um, if you didn't want to read the book, start here, watch through those 100%. in that order, and you'd be right on track with how things are. 100%. And so what I did, funny enough, what I did is I watched the Clone Wars, the series, right? Oh, cool. And then I went yeah. back and I watched Attack of the Clones again, and then Revenge of the Sith. And, and then I was things like... Things were like, wow, it makes more sense. It fills the gaps. And the movies left, left some pieces out. So The Fall of the Jedi... Um, is uh, the next timeline that we get to there. After that is the Reign of the Empire. Um, that is the Bad Batch, and then Solo, a Star Wars story. Uh, story. Um, oh, cool. Did you see Solo? Yeah. I love that movie, Loved too. It. That was a great one. Loved it. Um, after the Reign of the Empire is the Age of the Rebellion. Um, that is where we get into Rebels. Okay. We get into Rogue One, which was another great movie. Yep. Um, a New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and then Return of the Jedi. And so that is, uh, um, you know, what we, the the introduction, I guess you could say, back in the 70s, you know, Mm -hmm. with A New Hope, um, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, Age of the Rebellion. That is literally in the middle of the timeline of the Star Wars universe. (laughs) And it was the first thing that was put out. Isn't that funny? That's badass. (laughs) Right. Um, After the Age of the Rebellion is the New Republic, and that is the Mandalorian. Okay. So the Mandalorian is set after the Return of the Jedi. And that's like the only things so far that right now from there yep um and then after that is the rise of the first order and that is uh where we get resistance which is another animated series i haven't seen that one probably won't um but uh it's a little bit different than the other um uh animated ones but then there's force awakens last jedi and then the rise of skywalker so um that is the rise of the first order at the end of the timeline that we're aware of so nice um i have a feeling we probably won't see anything after the rise of skywalker i don't know comes to the jedi yeah like do you think we're gonna see like (laughs) dude it's hard to tell now you know because there's so much like they can just snowball so much different shit for sure each each one yep so so that's the the current timeline i'm gonna share this with you guys now this is before any of this new material is coming out so when rangers of the new republic um you know that's obviously gonna be in the new republic there'll probably be an updated 
timeline. Yeah, hundred percent. Rogue Squadron's going to be. Uh, Rogue Squadron will probably be in the Age of the Rebellion. Same with. But as Andor. of right now, if you have nothing going on, you know, um, you can start and finish and be really caught up by the time the next thing drops here next year yep 100 percent. end of this year yep and uh you know to wrap up this segment obviously we're going through this quick timeline right here uh i'm going to be uh sending out or one of our next shows i'm going to be going through some you know uh some rebels and uh or some clone wars uh shows that you guys should check out that Sweet. might have some uh um you know maybe some enlightenment some, when like, it comes to episodes. the mandalorian and some of these other shows that are coming out but in the meantime i actually do suggest that you uh, that either you or, or the listeners watch rebels it's a smaller series um but rebels actually um in my opinion and a lot of other people's opinions too um would actually have more of uh insight and impact in regards to the mandalorian as opposed to the Clone Wars. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so check out Rebels. Um, uh, very excited to, to give you guys um, other, uh, uh, you know, other episode uh, updates as well when it comes to Clone Wars. Um, you know, uh, learn a little bit more about Bo-Katan, Sabine, um, all those other guys as well. So um, yeah. we're super excited about the Star Wars outlook. It's about to be crazy. Um, with that being said, guys, uh, we do appreciate you listening to Dank Farrick. Um, we're excited to bring more shows to you guys. Um, we're going to be uh, getting live and active on social media. So, you know, work with us on social medias. Let us know what you think of the show. Um, yeah. Uh, other than that, got anything uh, to, to add before we wrap this up? No, that's uh, that's it. If, uh, if someone wants to contact you you have an email separate to uh brainstorm pod yeah set up. yep so you can email uh any um you know questions ideas whatever whatever you have to uh, uh pod at gmail.com sweet um so dankferricpod at gmail.com and uh, and once we get the other social medias up you guys will you'll be you guys will be the first to know hell so, yeah other than that guys we appreciate y'all listening may the force be with you Thank you.